you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys coming by. As always, as always, you know, spending time with Chris Voss and the Chris Voss Show and the amazing, brilliant minds of the guests that come on this show is just something that uh, is so wonderful. You ever just lay in bed at night and you just hear the voice of Chris, the Chris Voss show and the theme song echoing through your head and you're just like, I'm trying to sleep, damn it. Well, that's the beauty of the Chris Voss show. And uh, we have so many amazing people, the newsmakers, the hottest authors, billionaires, CEOs, entrepreneurs, uh, you name it. They come on the show, Pulitzer Prize winners, and share with us the most beautiful, amazing things. And in the meantime, you're just sitting there going, gosh, darn it, I'm smarter and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, we got some great uh, five-star reviews on the, uh, whatchamacallit there, the iTunes so we appreciate and love everyone uh, who uh, does that. So thank you very much. There's a whole mess that have come in. Uh, hilarious and valuable. Incredibly interesting guests and valuable interviews are even better when Chris brings humor to the important topics. It's easy to understand why so many fans are addicted to his podcast. Uh, here's another one. Chris is incredibly good looking. He looks like Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Wait, I wrote that. Never mind. All righty then. Now we're on to our amazing guest that we have on today. And, you know, we've been needing to talk about fitness, folks. I've seen what you're eating, and you've probably seen what I'm eating. And I'm wearing half of what I've eaten over the course of my life and trying to get rid of the other half. So we have a gentleman on the show who's going to be here to talk to us about fitness, you know, uh, eating right and exercising right and, uh, you know, feeling good. Because the, the worst thing you can do as you get old is feel bad. Or pretty much like Chris Voss. So there you go. Uh, we have Josh Parrish on the show with us today. He is the CEO of GetUpGang.com. He has 20 years health and fitness experience as a coach. He's got five years soft tissue therapist. I have some jokes there, but I won't do them. Uh, lifelong student, leader, and salesman. And three plus years as a real estate sales. Over $35 million sold. This guy is multifaceted. You know what that means? It means he has more than one facet. He is multifaceted. He's uh, had 100 plus various sales jobs. That's the story there. Uh, $250,000 spent on personal development, master rapport builder and solution strategist. And he's a builder of leaders and a coach of coaches. Welcome to the show, Josh. How are you? Thank you, sir. feel blessed to be here. There you go. I've got a lifetime of being a soft tissue therapist, but we'll let people figure out what that means. Uh, anyway, Josh, give us your dot coms once again so people can find you on the interwebs. Now, these are link trees. So the joshparish.com, that's my personal link tree, Instagram, Facebook, email, all contact information, and then getupgang.com. And that'll take you directly to the newly built community that I've just uh, established. It's a health and fitness community that. Well, it's got a lot of great information on there, so come check it out. 
There you go. And you got on your Instagram, you got a lot of great workout tips and videos and different ways to do stuff and stuff and uh, make it look easy for people. So uh, give us a 30,000 overview of what you do there at getupgang.com. Yeah. So, man, I started Get Up Gang just because there's a lot of contradicting information out there in terms of health and fitness on the internet. A lot of mm-hmm. great coaches out there, but most folks, they're just like, where the heck do I start? And I really try to just throw out the most simplest ways to get started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you join getupgang.com, which is absolutely free, I've got a little 21 day fitness transformation jump start, and there's four steps. And you could repeat these steps to infinity, but it's posture enhancement. Ah. All right. And then number two is, uh, Increase your animal proteins. You need to prioritize that. And then you need to clean out your guts, like intestinal tract cleanliness, mm-hmm. and then your daily movement practice, which is the get-ups. And ah. so just in a nutshell, everybody knows what the burpee is. CrossFit has demonized that. Get down on the ground, get back up. And because people, it's been demonized by CrossFit, mm-hmm. it's like a punishment. Well, I've just turned it, I've rebranded it. It's the get-up. And I call it a skill-based movement because oh. well, if you're not good at getting up, well, you're not getting up off the ground. So, and as we age, our strength to body weight ratio kind of becomes skewed. Like we start mm-hmm. to weigh way more than we can lift. And well, it's just important to maintain that physicality as we go forth into our older years and practice those, you know, acts of strength. There so you moving your body first, it's very, very important. And you don't need any equipment. You really don't have any excuses for getting up off the ground. And really, truly, there's no wrong way to get do a get up because it's just getting on the ground and getting back up, even if you have to have help from like a chair or anything. So it's all about I, the basics, man. I do that in Vegas. I fall on the ground and then get back up. But you just oh, have man. to learn how to drink. <laughs> I don't care for Vegas just because I have so many of those stories out there. I'm just like, God, that's just <laughs> a black hole for me. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it can be a troublesome place, especially if there are things that you like that are that, that can get you into some troubles. The troubles, as they like to call them, uh, or at least what my judge says. Uh, but I get the ankle bracelet off after my last Vegas, Vegas visit for next week. Uh, call back on the joke uh, for the show. Uh, so let's see here. Um, on you, you talked about a number of things you threw at me. Um, and one thing you mentioned was, you know, we don't really have to go, you know, do the maybe the heavy working, but we just got to start moving and stuff. There was a Netflix show that I just watched recently, something about the blue zones and living to 100. Have you seen that? Yeah. I'm yeah. Films. yeah, and and basically what they what this guy found was these people were living to a hundred and they weren't going going to the gym every day working out, but they were constantly moving and they were like you said sitting down and then getting up like the, they identified these like Japanese people on some island that were all living you know these people are living to hundred and really they're just always moving throughout their day you know they're farming the land and. They're just constantly moving and burning calories, you know, unlike me where I just sit in front of the computer for 12 hours a day. Yeah, it's so easy for us to just sit around all day. Uh, Most of our jobs, or at least, you know, my job, I can just be in front of the computer all day and Mm -hmm. just like you and, you know, just just run my mouth and make money. And, well, (laughs) we kind of forget to, you know, what, what moving our body is like. And if we don't 
use it, we lose it. So, and we, we lose it pretty quickly. I mean, we can gain it back pretty quickly, but yeah. we, we lose it very, very quickly. And yeah, just you exercise is as complex as you can, as, as you want to make it, or it's as simple as you want to make it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really, really trying to push the message that it doesn't have to be that complex. It's just as simple as just moving. There you go. So to join getupgang.com, does it cost anything initially or how does it work? Are you trying to build a community? What's your goal there? Well, it, listen, you know, my, my personal coaching, it, it does, it, there is a fee I have to eat, but to join the get up gang, <laughs> I do have to eat. I have to light bill, things like that. Uh, but, but I, I, you know, if you can do it on your own, I lay out all the information out there on the get up gang. There's some mm-hmm. challenges and, and courses that are completely free and, well, I mean, if you're self-driven and you have 30, 45 minutes to run through the information, because I, mm-hmm. I mean, I boil it down to the most foundational principles for for everyone. But yeah, free of cost. You just go on getupgang.com, hit the join button, and I'll just accept you, and you're there. So there you go. Started. So there you go. And then, do you work personally one on one with everybody, or how does how does that work from there? Yeah, you know, you can, you can, it's it, the little community that I've built, which I really haven't seen too many communities like it. Uh, but you, you can DM me and ask me questions and stuff. And then if you feel like you need more personal attention, then mm-hmm. we can work one on one or we can hop on some group trainings. But, but yeah, I mean, there's just a tremendous amount of good information there that's just very, very simple and clear cut. There you go. So, what's your origin story? What got you into fitness? Why is this important to you? And, uh, what was your hero's journey? Man, growing up, I was a fat kid and Dude. I was loved. I mean, my, my, my family loved me, but they loved to huh? feed me too. And growing up all over the South, you know, the, the gas stations, they, uh, they had some good, good home cooking and we'd go there after school and mom would get me a corn dog. And, you know, like grandma would always be making biscuits and, you know, you can't, outwork a, a good southern cooking diet you just absolutely can't do it so i love to eat still love to eat and moving around a lot because i moved around about every year and a half or so uh uh-huh. stepdad was rising in the ranks of a retail company mm-hmm. uh, but being the new kid and being the fat kid man i got oh, i man i i got the shit into the stick i don't know if i can say that but yeah it oh, was yeah, yeah it's definitely it was definitely a hard time, but mm-hmm. I learned that you can reinvent yourself as often as you want. You just have to flip the switch. You can learn from your mistakes or where you slipped up. And if you move towns, then you could, especially before social media, like I could be whoever I wanted to next time, not make the same mistakes. But I love baseball. And even though I was fat, I could still get down. And then I hit high school and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, it's time to get in shape. And I, I worked out like hell and uh, that was all she wrote because, well, I just, I didn't want to be fat anymore. Even though I, I, I still have fluctuated between extremely good shape and then pretty bad out of shape, just depending on the, the wave of life. But, but yeah, I've already, I've always been pretty obsessive about the, the knowledge and wisdom in the health and fitness space. There you go. So you overcome adversity, you grow up uh, as a, as a, uh, a pretty challenged child and uh you know now now here you are and when did you really start working out or, or get your physique in in place and locked in well 
it's always been a battle for me because I have loved to eat so much, and I, I love a cold beer. But, beer but really. I was 15 years old, uh, ninth grade, and our baseball coach hired a personal trainer. And the first day the trainer came in, I had a Mountain Dew. And he's like, Josh, I see you working out, but you're drinking these Mountain Dews. You're never going to have abs if you keep oh. drinking those Mountain Dews. Uh-huh. And I was just like, mm, no more Mountain Dews for me. So I kind of turned on the Jets a little bit. And, and yeah, I stopped drinking uh, Mountain Dews and Cokes and all that right then and there. Uh, didn't slow me down on beer drinking at all. <laughs> beer drinking again. I, I'm no saint, right? But, but yeah, that's really when I turned on the Jets. And then – the last three or four years, I've been selling real estate down here in Destin, Florida. Uh-huh. And about four-ish months ago, I was like, eh, it's time to get back in really, really good shape and, and do what I'm supposed to do. And that's lead people to the best versions of themselves. So, yeah, lead by example. So, I've just been, I've been hell on wheels getting back in shape lately. So, well, you're definitely in shape. I mean, you're, you're, I'm, I've seen your videos. You're definitely in shape and doing well, so you're doing the right thing. Now, one thing you have on your as your motto is "fuck your luck." Tell us what that means. I, I thought that was, that really struck me as a great thing for a shirt or a hat. Man, it, it, yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> you know, "fuck your luck" is I hate when I hear people say, "Oh, you're lucky," or uh-huh. they didn't earn it. You know, like yeah. well, yes. Luck happens, but usually people have good fortune whenever they're prepared when they hit the, the situation where they're they're lucky, right? They've they've mm-hmm. adequately prepared themselves to to meet the challenge. So if you if you just depend on luck and good fortune, if you actually receive something, mm-hmm. it's gonna be very, very short-lived because whether whether you you know got a big commission in a sale or you happen to stumble upon some weight loss drugs or, you know, anything, something drops in your lap, you're not mm-hmm. going to keep it because you didn't actually own it in the first place. But if you, if you prepare and you are the person that attracts that commission or that those gains, well, then you're going to own it and you're going to keep it and you're going to steamroll and continue to ha- receive those blessings so that's just the basis of fuck your luck because, man, I, I don't, I don't believe in luck. I mean, sometimes we do get lucky, yes, but, <laughs> but it's but. mostly, it's mostly, you know, I mean, they they say luck is what happens when hard work meets opportunity, I think, or hard luck, preparation hard meets, meets pre- yeah, yeah, something, something along those lines. Yeah, I was trying to we we weave that in there, but I didn't know the saying exactly. Yeah, but I know what you mean. I mean, people used to do that to me in business. They would come up to me and be like, "Ah, you're so lucky. You have your own company." And I'm like, "Do you know how much blood, sweat, tears, years, hard work went into this crap?" You know, I get that to people on the podcast. They're like, "Hey, how do I start a podcast like yours?" And I'm like, "I don't know. 15 years ago, you uh, you start talking to a mic and no one cares." <laughs> you start and do 2,000 episodes. Yeah, you do, and you do a million episodes. And then, and then you get one listener. And so uh, that's my mom. 
You know, uh, I don't think she listens to the show anymore, does she? Um, no, sometimes they say controversial things about religion on here. And I swear, she doesn't like swearing. But uh, God bless her. Um, so, you, you know, when you when you talk about this exercise regimen, do you, do you teach your clients to go, you know, do the big weight lifts in the gym? Or do you have them do uh, some of the things that you're talking about where um, you're just kind of trying to create movement? Oh man, listen, the gym is the last thing that we should be thinking about. I love this. And I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> listen, I love the gym. Been mm -hmm. going for a long time, but we live so many hours of the day outside of the gym. And again, it's it's the whole fuck your luck thing because <laughs> you have to be it in order to achieve it. You yeah. have to receive it. So you can't just go to the gym three hours a week and all of a sudden you look like Arnold. Like it's just, that's just not, you have to, you have to eat the food. You have to have the mindset. You have to have, you know, the recovery protocols. You have to do so many different things to actually be that person. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a lot of mental and it, the foundational principles have to be solidified before we go and learn all these crazy complex lifts and, and, and things. Cause I mean, I don't work with Olympians and people that, want to hop on stage and do competitions. I mean, I will, I can, yeah. but that's just, it's, it's not like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get you a gold medal, but there's 7 billion people on the planet that aren't going to be in the Olympics. So, but if, if you're in a disempowered state and you're looking to forge that solid foundation and I mean, if you listen to what I say, you're going to be strong as shit and you can get jacked. There and, you but you, you have to believe that, mastery is found within the basics because if you just repeat the basics over and over and over, Oh my God, you'll be better than 97, 98% of, of people in the industry or whatever you're trying to achieve. So yeah, yeah. people are always and, looking for the secret, but there's no secrets out there. You know, and, and part of the reason correct me if I'm wrong, they're looking for the secret is they want some sort of like the shortcut to like, Hey, can I just like, you know, what's the secret so I can just like tomorrow I'll be done. <laughs> you know, they want a shortcut. They don't want to do the hard work. You know, you make a good point too, knowing the basics. Uh, I think it was coach Wooden, uh, the famous NBA or <clears throat> maybe he was college coach. Um, he used to, you know, beat the, his basketball players go down and do some fancy cool layup or something. And he's like, he's like, well, that's great. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to just do the basics. I want you to work around the key of the, basketball uh, key there i want you to sh practice your free throws you know and uh and so he would always focus on that go back to the basics and you're right because the basics are the real core when you say oh absolutely yeah i believe uh i was reading uh what's his name it was michael jordan's personal yeah, trainer there you go um, tim grover yeah and he said mm -hmm. that, that michael jordan would start out every practice with just simple chest passes and you know, that's what, you know, if you go watch six-year-old kids play basketball, the first thing they learn is the simple chest pass. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if Michael Jordan starts with the chest pass, I mean, 20 years ago, obviously, but if he started with the chest pass during practice, then, well, there's probably something to it. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, it, it's those simple things, you know, this is the basics, you know, who was the one basketball guy who was, was it Shaq, who was really a great player, but he couldn't throw free throws for nothing. Yeah, Shaq was the worst at free throws, I think. 
<laughs> and that's an example of where you got to go back to the basics because those free throws stack up. I mean, they can they can make a game or not. You know, I'm a big Raiders fan, and they've gotten better, but it used to be that the Raiders would throw so many penalties, they would lose football games because they would give up literally 200 or 300 yards of penalties, and basically of people touchdowns. And they were still playing like 1970s football. Um, and thankfully, they moved to the 80s, I think, now. But we're still working on it. But, yeah, but those, those 300 penalty yards, they killed half the half the other team. So, like. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just win, baby. I mean, it was it, it, it was the Raiders. I think I would talk to uh, – who was it I talked to off the Raiders one time? I may, I had become friends with, and we talked privately. He, was, he won the Tampa Bay – he won his Super Bowl for Tampa Bay, and he played his last season in, in the Raiders. And I said, why do they always do this, man? Why do they play dirty, and they try and cheat, and they, they play ugly, and they just get penalties? He goes, that's that's how we get taught. And, and they're still playing 70s ball, so there you go. Uh, you talk about something called selfless selfishness. What does that mean? Man, so you can't pour from an empty cup. And far too often... I mean, there's a lot of selfish folks out in the world, but not in a good way. And selfless selfishness or selfish selflessness, it works either way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's taking care of your needs first, and then you can go pour into others. Because if, we're, oh. if we neglect our own personal needs, our, mm-hmm. our the most foundational basics, like, hey, you, you need to rest, you need to eat good food, you need to take time to unwind and, and decompress. If you're always just pouring into everyone else and running yourself ragged, Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're really the people that you're trying to pour into, you're, you're showing up about half yourself. So when you actually just slow down, take care of your needs first, then you can move forth and pour into people like you want to pour into them. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, listen, my mom is my best friend, but she is the number one martyr on the planet like she's just always pouring into everyone else and then she'll get fed up and then she blows up and then. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's like, mom, just take some time for yourself and stop trying to give away the roost. Just take some time for yourself. But there's so many, especially parents out there pouring into their kids. And yeah, you need to take care of your kids. I don't have any kids, I don't think, but, <laughs> but <laughs> there are probably some out there somewhere. I'm side hiding from mine. Uh, Maury keeps calling me and I'm just don't return his calls. So there's that. So. <laughs> I, I'm hey, with man, you. you're, you're saving up your energy store so you can maybe one day pour into them, right? Uh, actually, I, I, uh, I'm planning on sending them all to military school and they can just call me when they turn 18. Hey man, that's, you got a plan. That's great. There you go. Uh, (laughs) call in here from, uh, Adam Husky. Hey, how's it going, buddy? That's what my counselor has been telling me. She said, you can't run on empty. Jackson Brown said that as well. Run on empty. Uh, there you go. And, uh, you're a vet. So Adam, you should check out, uh, Josh's system and his, uh, get up gang, uh, thing. There'll be a .com and, and all that good stuff too. So thanks for the call in there. Um, the, the one thing you talked about was posture as one of the four items that you said were important. Why is posture important? Are you going to yell at me like my mom where you're going to be like, sit up straight. No, no, not at all. I'm not going to yell at you. <laughs> one, our posture Okay, so if we're walking around with slumped shoulders, you know, we, we really project uh, 
a disempowered state to the world, right? So people, even if you are the most confident person in the world and you're slumped over, you're, you're showing that maybe you're not confident. That's just what people are going to perceive, you, you know, perceive you. But when you stand up straight, shoulders back, you really project confidence to the world. But also at the same time, I did a little video on Instagram most recently, and it was talking about how I believe that maybe anti-anxiety medication is overprescribed in the United States. And if yeah. people would just work on their mobility in their mm-hmm. you know, soft tissues of the upper body, chest, upper spine, then they'll actually be able to breathe properly. Like, mm-hmm. because the, mu- like the muscle tissues, they, especially if we're humped over, mm-hmm. our lungs expand. And if oh, the, if true. the box that the lungs, if, 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 if it's a 10 pound, if it's 10 pounds of potatoes in a five pound sack, well, you're not going to be able to breathe max capacity. And what happens when we're anxious? Well, that shortness of breath happens. And then the nervous system's like, oh man, like what's wrong with us? And then we think something's wrong with us. And, but really and truly, if you just loosen up those tissues and you open up your chest, stand up, you'll be able to breathe better. So there you go. But there, there are, listen, there are some serious mental health issues out there, but I think a lot of people just, I think that if they just worked on, the, you know, posture enhancement, it would help a lot of folks. There you go. I agree. Uh, ten pounds, ten pounds of potatoes in a five-pound bag. That's the name of my OnlyFans. I couldn't let that joke go by. <laughs> I'll check it out, man. <laughs> I couldn't let that joke go by. Uh, so there you go. I don't, I don't know what it means, but it sounded funny in my head. So it must have been not funny. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, postures, that, that makes sense. And I think you're right about antidepressants. I suffered depression a lot of my life. And in my 50s, I started going to the gym regularly. I think it was uh, right before COVID, 2019, 2020. And I started going every single day. And that was the first time in my life where I literally started going every single day. And, uh, and I feel so much better. You know, you got the you you get that testosterone going that you need. You get those endorphins and all the chemicals you need, and you really start feeling good, mm-hmm. even though you know you might feel a little beat up, especially if you're pushing yourself to lift hard. But you know, you you kind you kind of feel like a human being again. And I think you're right. I think a lot of people are depressed because you know we're sitting in darkness, and you know you get outside, you get some of that vitamin D, you know, and and stuff. And usually, if you're working out, you're trying to take a good multi. You know, I, I was never good at taking vitamins and all the shit you're supposed to take until uh, I probably had vitamin D deficiency much of my life. Uh, so, you, I mean, that makes sense, man. And how you breathe and, and just oxygen, you know, sometimes it's just the basics. You don't have to go to the gym and lift, you know, 500 pound weights, right? Yeah. And, you know, in the get up gang. So level one is the 21 day fit transformation jump start with the four steps. But level two, actually, I teach a style of training called strength flow. And it's everything that you can do in a 10 by 10 box, you know, 10 foot by 10 foot. You don't need any equipment. Is this for when I go to prison? Dude, yes, exactly. (laughs) This is my plan. If you look at people in jail and prison that Uh actually work out in the jail cell, they're so physical because they just, it's time on task and they're doing everything they can. They're getting creative and with Mm -hmm. their body, they're moving and they own their physicality. So, with strength flow, these style workouts, they don't beat you up. They, mm-hmm. they actually they actually make you feel energized. And it's, it's stress alleviation, athleticism enhancement, and the mm-hmm. whole soft tissue therapist thing. Since I'm, it's, I really am a massage therapist, but 
I don't put my hands on people a whole lot. I mm. teach people how to unlock their bodies. Oh. So, yeah, man. I mean, we start unlocking these stagnant tissues, these past injuries. We're moving mm. in flow. We're getting our circulation going. Mm. Learn how to breathe better. Getting our body back on track with balance and rhythm and timing. Dude, people are they, – they gain really, really fast. And – I mean, it's just, it's a lot different than what most people teach, but mm-hmm. I, my goal, because my clients are like a book that I write, right? Like I, that's mm-hmm. my, that, that's my evidence to the world. And I want them to incrementally step up. I don't, it's the whole fuck your luck thing. This is not by chance. I want people to move at their own pace and take one step at the time. And I don't want them to jump five steps ahead like if you're lifting weights and all of a sudden you're feeling good that day and you can deadlift like a hundred pounds and you're like, Oh, I'm feeling good. So I'm going to deadlift like 150 today. You might get one, but then rep two, you like blow your back out. It's like, well, yeah. shit, you can't do it tomorrow. So yeah, man. So the thing with the body weight workouts and moving in flow, mm-hmm. you're not going to get hurt. You're figuring out where your trouble areas are and it's, it's incremental gains. So that's why I love it so much. And the people love it too. There you go. And, and, you know, I think that's the problem with most people, you know, for years I would, or decades, I would go to the gym and I'd be like, I'm going to work out, you know, the whole new year's resolution bullshit. And like, I'm going to go work out. And then I go like lift something really hard. And then for like three days, I couldn't move because all the, was the acid uh, had built up in my elbows and everything, mm-hmm. you know, potassium that you need, you need more potassium. But I just like, I just basically hurt myself. And then you're like, oh, God, this workout out sucks. And, you know, you got to wait for all that lactic acid or whatever it is that builds up um, to wash out of your system. And then you just, you just oh, I want to do that again. And, you know, it's just, it's a constant cycle of up and down instead of just trying to go steady. So I like the modality that you use in keeping it very simple and, and, uh, just easy to go. One thing you talk about too is psychological warfare. Tell us about what uh, that's about. It's winning the war before you, or winning the battle before you ever even get to the battlefield. And I don't necessarily have to do it so much right now. Uh, now in real estate sales, sometimes I, you know, have to throw some stuff out there, uh, some tactics and and whatnot. But psychological warfare, it's it's basically. Just for example, like when I played baseball and our games next week, I may try to go take the coach's daughter out on a date, you know, for the other team before, you know, before our big game or something along those lines. Because I listen, man, I take his wife out. Yeah, yeah, like wife, daughter, whatever. But uh, (laughs) and or just just talking a lot of shit on the field or during warm ups, you know, I'm taking. You know, line drives off the shoulder and just like screaming and being crazy and just like scaring the shit out of the other team. You know, it's just because you get in people's heads and they're they're hesitant because they don't want to mess with you. They know you're crazy. And it's just making sure that your reputation does the work for you before you ever actually have to go out to battle. Because I think it was Sun Tzu, The Art of War. He had. Uh, there's, there was one story where he's like sitting on this big wall and he didn't have any army whatsoever. And the, the, you know, the, the army coming up, he was like, they see Sun Tzu sitting on the wall 
And they're like, why is why is he just sitting on the wall waiting for us? Like, what does he have in store for us? But really, Sun Tzu didn't have shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he he the the other army just left. They're like, hell no, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, what he's he's, is, he's man. Like, comfortable there. This yeah. Is so I mean, I Arnold Schwarzenegger was big on on psychological warfare too. That's so it, it it's helped me out a lot in my life, and sometimes it backfires, you know. But sure. but because I mean. But you still have, I mean, you got to throw the kitchen sink at it sometimes. There you so, go. Sometimes having psychological warfare with your own mind, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's when sometimes they have that where I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. I feel like shit. And sometimes I do feel like shit. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. And you're like, you have to go to the gym. And, and, and uh, you're like, I don't want to go. And so I've learned that, okay, yeah, all right. So you don't want to work out. Okay. But we're going to drive to the gym. And we're going to go sit there. Maybe we'll sit in one of the massage chairs or maybe we'll just sit in the locker room or sit in the sauna. But we're going to the gym. And I'll drive myself to the gym. And it's kind of funny. As soon as I walk in there, I just kind of jump right into state. And even if I feel really bad, I'm like, okay, well, you're mildly here. Might as well lift some weight, you know, just keep everything moving. And you just start lifting some weights and suddenly just everything will kick in and you're just back in gear and you're just like, ah, screw it. I'll be fine. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You throw and you know, up a few you, times and you're fine. If you don't go, you're going to regret that you didn't go. So yeah, you hate yourself. Yeah. You're just, you're just like, I'm going to, you know, and, and if you go and sometimes I do like uh, the other night I went and I wasn't feeling well and I had some pains and, and I, I went and sat in the sauna and the sauna kind of loosened me up. I had like a headache or something from probably caffeine withdrawals. And uh, so I went and sat in the sauna and that, you know, that, that got up on my pores and opened up my brain and what's left of it and my body. And that thing, saunas are really good for you. Uh -huh. um, and so then I was like, hey, I, I really feel good now. I, my, my headache kind of went away. So there you go. Uh, what else have we talked about that you do and help your clients with you want to uh, pitch out here today? Man, I think we've pretty much covered it, but I mean, just come see me at getupgang.com and right. listen i uh, i know that you'll be able to progress with the teachings that are in that group where right. whatever your goal is if you want to go be a, a hellacious linebacker or you're looking to lose 100 pounds it all starts pretty much with the same foundational goals of mm -hmm. setting up straight cleaning out your guts eating more protein and that daily movement practice of your body that's going to that's going to make you level up no matter who you are and where you're starting Move that damn body, people. Jesus mm -hmm. already. So there you go. Well, Josh, it's been wonderful to have you on. Give us uh, your .com before uh, we go out. Same as my Instagram handle, thejoshparish.com, T-H-E-J-O-S-H-P-A-R-I-S-H.com. There you go. Thank you very much, Josh, for coming on. It's been very fun and entertaining and informative. Appreciate you, Chris. There you go. And thanks to our audience. We appreciate you guys as well. As always, refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Give us those beautiful five-star reviews because, gosh darn it, we love them. Excellent and informative, uh, someone said. Chris is a premier podcaster, versatile, professional, respectful, and entertaining. I'm respectful? When did that start? All right. So there you go. Thank you for whoever posted that. Uh, I can't even pronounce your name. It's like WGGG. It's like really people in their names. Uh, but we love you guys when you do that. I'm going to sit home and uh, uh, sit it tonight and curl up in the uh, fetal position and, and cry that someone wrote something nice about me on, 
iTunes. So thank you very much. Uh, go to goodreads.com for just Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com for just Chris Foss, YouTube.com for just Chris Foss, and uh, Chris Foss one on TikTok. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time. Looks like uh, 